welcome to C3 Church to Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Hi, C3 The Bukit. I'm Pastor Eden, and I'm part of our team here at our C3 Queens Beach location in Perth. And I'm excited to bring this word to you today called Truth Trenches, uh, the final message in your four-part series on Battlefield of the Mind. And this is an important topic for us as Christians and an area I am passionate to see people experience victory in. Recently, our church did a series on a book called Winning the War in Your Mind. And in his his book, uh, the author, Pastor Craig Grishel, outlines four key principles for us to be victorious in this war or battle. And today I'm focusing on the rewire principle. Pastor Craig explains that to rewire is to create a trench of truth, to fight against the ruts that we get into in our thinking. A rut being a place where we are stuck like a car bogged in sand, not moving without purpose, uh, needing to be fixed or repaired. To create a trench of truth is to find out what the Bible says that applies directly to that rut, or you could call it a destructive thought pattern. From there, you make a declaration or a statement, what you are declaring to be true in your battle against the lies you are tempted to believe. When we do this, we are deliberately digging truth trenches and truth trenches rewire our brains and renew our minds, getting us out of mental ruts, removing lies that cause behavior, which is not God's best for us or what he wants for us. When I was preparing this message, I had a, 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 this vision of a person's brain. And on one side of the brain, I could see all these ruts throughout. There were dead branches linked to these ruts. The roots of these branches were barely going beneath the surface. They were not attached to anything. You know, you could easily dig them up if you tried. Everything was dried up, dark and lifeless, like a desert. There were no signs of life. You know, God showed me that this is a mind that is controlled by the flesh. This person has ruts in their thinking because of the lies that they are believing. They've allowed the voice of the enemy to be louder than God's voice, the voice of truth. And this mind is being controlled by the ways of the world rather than by the ways of God's kingdom. The life Jesus has come to give is not being activated in this mind. On the other side of the brain, however, I could see numerous trenches have been dug And out of these trenches came beautiful branches that extended beyond the brain. And the branches had lush leaves and beautiful flowers on it. And the roots of the plants were solidly connected into the trenches. God showed me that this is a mind controlled by the spirit. So this person has dug truth trenches. Their mind is filled with the promises of God's word. And as such, it is full of life. It is vibrant and it is healthy. The roots go deep. This is a person whose mind is being shaped by the victory and the freedom of Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 5 to 6. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit 
is life and peace. Wow. You know, as Christians, our thought life matters because the truth be told, the battle for our, our, our faith is won and lost in our mind. And so we need to be aware that, yes, God has a plan for us, but so does the enemy. And the enemy's plan is to do whatever he can to take us away from God's plan. So he wants to cause division in our relationship with God. And if we want a mind that is governed or controlled by the spirit, where we experience life and peace that will keep us on track with God's plan and in close relationship with him, we have to deliberately dig truth trenches. It won't just happen. How do we do this? We mainly do this by spending time in God's word and applying it. And when it comes to digging truth trenches where we create new and godly thought patterns to replace the lies, no amount of willpower, positive thinking or secular therapies compares to the power of the word of God. Hebrews 4 verse 12. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. God's word brings transformation to our innermost being, our soul and our spirit. I have never faced or walked through a situation where God's word was not enough for me. Uh, God's word uh, has kept me going in difficult times. I've never faced or walked through a situation where God's word was not enough, where his word was unable to sustain me. And so God's word continues to transform my life as I allow his voice of truth to fill my mind as I dig my truth trenches. So if we know we need God's word to dig truth trenches, we need an action plan to put this into practice. And so this plan involves three key steps. Number one, identify the lie that's created the rut in our thinking. So digging truth trenches requires us to get to the root or the origin of destructive thought patterns. So by doing this, we're not just changing the behavior, but replacing the thought that leads to that behavior. So Psalm 139, verse 23 to 24, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Are you aware of areas in your life where you've created ruts in your thinking? Have you asked God recently to reveal those lies you are believing that are feeding those ruts? Uh, is there a ditch that you just can't seem to get uh, out of, you know, a ditch in your mind, like that rut, like being bogged in that sand? If you don't know, why don't you ask God now? Ask him to reveal it to you and he's faithful to do that. You know, recently I was challenged to prayerfully consider damaging thought patterns in my own life. And I discovered that one of mine is that I am not a good leader. And deep down, I've, I've known this has been a rut for a while, uh, but I've been pushing it away. 
hoping it will just stop being a problem for me. It won't until I create a different thought pattern, a truth trench that aligns with God's view of who I am as a leader, not my own understanding. But before any of that, I actually asked God to show me the root of this thought that I'm not a good leader. Where did it come from? Why do I feel this way? God showed me that I have a belief that I'm not uh, good enough to be a leader because I'm a single woman, that because I'm not a, a wife or a mother, that this somehow disqualifies or diminishes my ability to lead effectively. I can't say I've overcome this lie yet, but I can say I'm in the process of overcoming it. And now that I'm aware of this lie, I'm choosing to dig a truth trench to create a new thought pattern with God's help. I'm going to go into more detail in a moment about how I'm doing that. What about you? What is the lie? What are the lies you are believing? Perhaps like me, you've disqualified yourself in some way from what God has called you to do. I can't do that or I can't be that because I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm not smart enough spiritual enough. I don't know enough about the Bible. I'm, I've messed up too many times. Surely there's someone better for the job. You can't dig a truth trench without facing the lie that you are believing. And as we seek God through his word, he will reveal what that lie is so that we can remove it and dig a truth trench where the lie once controlled that space in our mind. And this is a powerful process of renewal and transformation where new paths are created for our thoughts that put us on the right track for victory, overcoming and purposeful living in God. Romans 12 verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Step number two, know your triggers for lies or set thoughts. In winning the war in your mind, Pastor Craig says we have a series of set thoughts. We think each time we are triggered. So for you, the trigger might be feeling alone, fearing failure, or being around people who are drinking. You fall into the same series of thoughts you always fall into, and they lead to the same behavior. What are your triggers? When I identify that I'm falling into the same series of thoughts, that I'm not a good leader, I consider what are some of the things that are triggering those set thoughts? For me, I know my two key triggers are tiredness or weariness and also a fear of failure. It's important that we know what our triggers are because they are the areas the enemy knows that we are vulnerable in. So it's the place we're going to experience the greatest battle. 1 Peter 5.8, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If we know the lies we're believing, and we can identify the, the triggers that lead us to falling into those ruts or set thoughts in our mind, we are positioning ourselves to be able to shift our thoughts from old patterns of thinking to new ones, creating these life-giving truth 
trenches. I don't know about you, but that's something that I want to do for my life. Now, if all this seems a bit overwhelming to you, or you're thinking, how will I ever be able to do this? It seems too hard, too much for me. Let let me remind you of Paul's words in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 to 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have the divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. How about these words in John 14 verse 27 from Jesus, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Do you hear Jesus saying that to you today? Do not be afraid. John 16 verse 33, another wonderful verse. I have told you these things, this is Jesus talking, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. We're not combating the lies or triggers in our mind with mere human theory or the strength of our willpower. We're going to battle with the best weapon we have at our disposal, the Word of God. And this weapon, along with the power of the Holy Spirit that is at work within you, this has the power, divine power, to tear down strongholds. Our Jesus is with us through it all because He has overcome We overcome because uh, he is the Prince of Peace. We have access to peace because he drives out fear. We don't have to be afraid or allow our heart or our mind to remain disturbed. It's time for us to take our thoughts captive once again, to face the triggers, to remove the lies and to be set free in our mind by his truth. And this really leads us to our third step in the process to dig these truth trenches. And it is replace the lie by digging a new and helpful trench. We're using God's word to create truth trenches. And this is where we internalize, we memorize, not just read, we memorize God's word, Bible verses to create a new thought pattern that applies directly to our problems, to those lies. Memorizing scripture helps us when we face temptations. It prepares us and positions us for victory in the battlefield of our mind. And this is exactly what Jesus shows us. He had scripture solidly planted in his heart and mind, and therefore he was able to resist the temptations of Satan during his 40 days in the desert. And we read him uh, directly quoting scripture to do that in Matthew chapter 4. When we memorize scripture, when we internalize his word, we are digging truth trenches. And this is, uh, there is a simple but effective exercise to help us dig truth trenches practically, uh, which Pastor Craig outlines in his book. And, And I'm challenging each of you to take time to do this over the next week. The exercise is determining a declaration or a statement based on God's word. 
So first of all, we acknowledge the lie. So for me, I'm not a good leader. I can't lead effectively because I'm not a wife or mother. I lack the experience needed. So I'm acknowledging what is the lie. I'm verbalizing it. Secondly, we go on a truth hunt to find out what the Bible says that directly addresses that lie. So here are some of the truths that speak to the lie that I'm not a good leader. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Acts 1 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Luke 4.18, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. Ephesians 2 verse 10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. And Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. So once we've gone on a truth hunt, once we've acknowledged the lie and we've gone on a truth hunt, we now determine the declaration. So here's my declaration. I have been called and appointed by God to lead. I'm anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit in fulfilling my leadership call. I don't underestimate my I don't underestimate my influence for God and I'm not disqualified from leadership or less effective as a single woman. God has created me in Jesus to do good works, which he's already prepared for me to do ahead of time. Because I am blessed, I will always have what I need to abound in leadership. I'm able to lead well because he is the one who strengthens me for the task. And so some tips to help you. In this process, write your declaration down, write it down, see it, see it on paper in front of you, memorize it. You know, repetition is important because as you can continue to confess that declaration, to speak it out, your truth trench is going deeper and it's getting stronger, which makes it easier to change your thinking when you find yourself falling back into old set thoughts. Put your declaration in several places, uh, you will be able to see it. And even record it in a voice memo on your phone so you can listen to it. And so what will your declaration be? Even if you don't fully believe it yet, write your declaration as if it were already true. I believe that as we make our own declarations this week, we are stepping further into his victory uh, and a victory that's already been claimed for us by Jesus through his death and resurrection. We are creating truth trenches that are able to break strongholds of lies in our mind. We are going to see victory in the battlefield of our mind this week. And so right now where you are, why don't you close your eyes and I'm going to pray for all of you. Father God, I thank you that your word has the power to break strongholds. And right now, Holy Spirit, I pray that as 
people are watching this video that you are uh, bringing transformation to their mind, that they would have the strength through you to dig truth trenches, to replace the lies with what is true. Uh, I pray that you would help each and every person listening to this message to, to go to your word to find out uh, what you think about them and what you think about the situations that they're facing. Help them not to look to the world, but to look to you. And I pray that every mind would look like what I saw in that vision with those beautiful lush branches coming out uh, with beautiful uh, flowers blossoming on it. And so that every mind would be set free uh, from the lies and that they would move forward in strength uh, really taking a hold of your truth. And so, Holy Spirit, uh, we thank you for the work you're already doing right now, but also for the work you're going to continue to do uh, as people look to you and look to your word as they dig those truth trenches. I declare that we are winning that battle in our mind and that we are victorious because of you. We are overcoming those old destructive thought patterns. They're, they're no longer, they've gone. And now we step into all that you have for us, a new mind set free by your truth, by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, See Through the Booklet. I've loved sharing this word with you. Be blessed. Have a wonderful week. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program, please visit c3thebookit.com. Thank you.